Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy. And this is Angelina. And welcome to our last episode of 2022 of Talk 40 to Me. It's crazy. That's crazy. I can't believe it. It's only been three months, <laughs> right? It feels longer though. September to October, October to November, November to December. Is yeah. that four months, three months? Four months. It's been about four months, but it it's been feels four longer. months. Feels like a year. But in a good way. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Mm-mm. Speaking of good things and friendships, our quote to start this one-to-one episode, one of my faves. We'll be friends until we're old and senile, and then we'll be new friends. Totally. So, <laughs> when we, if we end up in a little cute senior center together, we can, you know, meet all over again. And I'll say, Brandy, will you be my friend? Mm-hmm. And then maybe one of us will suggest a podcast or something. I'm totally going to be the one that forgets things every five seconds. Oh, God, you so will. You forget things now. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, remember? You're, no, no, I don't. I don't remember anything. I don't even remember <laughs> where I put my phone like literally all day long. I don't know if anybody else has this problem, but. Oh, I do too. I leave, I leave it in like the laundry room. That's all you got to ping it on your watch. I do. <laughs> now it's the running joke in the house. Like mom's looking for a phone. I forgot that I put it in my pocket this morning. I was like <laughs> running around looking for it. And then I pinged it and I was like, oh. It's in my butt. <laughs> it's in my back pocket. <laughs> Once you have kids, it was legitimate. Like with every child, you lose brain cells. Some brain cells just go away. I think they come out with the placenta. Just the brain cells go when you. No, my mine go like <laughs> probably from the day that I got pregnant. One time, I put my phone in the fridge when I was pregnant, and then this was before you could ping your phone. So I had Josh call it, and the fridge started ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank goodness for those Apple watches. Right? I would be, yeah. Anywho's. So what are we doing today, B? Well, this episode, we're going to look back on our other episodes since we launched a few months ago. A whopping four months ago. We're going to recap 2022. <laughs> and all the amazing lessons we've learned along the way. We really have, though. We have We have been on a journey. And so have you, our, our listeners. And hopefully you have learned something along the way, too. We've had some really amazing guests. Oh my gosh, I just, the caliber of guests that we have had just from our initial takeoff, they've really like raised the bar and and it's just been so amazing. And they've left us with so many amazing key takeaways. So we wanted to pull some nuggets as a closing to our 2020 and share some of those nuggets with you. Let's chat. At a visual, if you were a teacup, I'm saying this because you like tea, but your teacup would be overflowing, you know? Like mine personally? Yeah, you're just like, when you're talking, you're just, you can tell your cup is overflowing, like the feeling and the joy that we've gotten from all the guests that we've had and just this whole experience. Oh yeah, I love a good self-help. This has <laughs> been like real life self-help, man. Yeah, it's been great. And I don't even, like, we didn't even really intend for it to be that way. No, not at all. Not at all but it's just sort of the progression. I mean, and I don't think we even necessarily set out for it to be like a 
very female focused, only women, you know, type podcast, but it just sort of happened that way. And I'm here for it. Man. So Angelina, we have nine quotes Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about today. And I hope everyone else enjoys this as well. So I'm going to let you start. What is the first quote? We're starting from the beginning. Started from the bottom. Now we're here with WTF is a geriatric millennial, which many of you have expressed that this brains and beauty, Miss Erin Campbell of Gen Z Brands was a favorite of yours. And she did actually grace us with her presence for not one, but two episodes. And, and a YouTube episode. But wait, there's more. Because <laughs> we've launched a YouTube channel. Yes. Subscribe. Subscribe. Talk forward to me podcast. Head to the show notes. There's a link. This quote is from the first episode we did with her regarding our generations and generational differences and specifically technology. And she said, regarding her child, do I get mad at him and shame him? I can see what this technology was made for. And he was simply a victim of the technology's objective. As 40-year-olds, if we cannot regulate our social media usage, how can we expect our children to do the same if that's exactly what the technology was made to do? That was so... Like mind blown when Boom. she said that. Cause I'm like, oh, yes, so true. I know. I was like, oh because I, I mean, look, we go down these rabbit holes on like TikTok and mm-hmm. Instagram and all these reels. And I know. And it's true. It really is. We've had conversations over the years about how our kids' personalities change when they get too much technology. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I'm like, why did I think of that? And what I really loved that she she added to this conversation was that asking your child how they feel. How does this make you feel? And because that's one way that kids can really identify and understand is after you've been on this device, do you feel happy? Are you angry? Are you sad? And I think I've even tried to take that into my own life to take stock of how I feel. If I've been on my device for too long. So it really was just mind blowing. Her insight on technology and our generation was just, it was amazing. She's like brilliant to me. Agree. Love her. So on to our next one Finding Your Zen, episode four with Steph Osborne. Okay, first, her Zen like radiated through our little zoom. Mm-hmm. It made me feel so calm. I need her. I, I talk about how I need all these people in my pocket. Yep. And I need one person for each mood I'm in. I, it's almost like we need to turn them all into a mood ring in different colors. <laughs> and Steph had so much insight into just how to like calm the chaos around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this is one part that was sort of, she was talking about. There's a metaphorical tape that's always playing in the back of our minds. And there are experiences of things we've had in the past. Sometimes in a stressful situation, a reaction is coming from that tape. The more you meditate and the more you are able to respond to stress rather than reacting. The awareness is the equanimity slowing down the tape. And being in the fullness of what's happening. And that's Steph Osborne with Meditate New Orleans. Gosh, I need that in my life every day. 
It was eye-opening for me because I did not realize basically what that quote is, what she's describing is the effect that the practice of gratitude and meditation can have on your outlook on life, your being, so that you actually adapt better to stressful situations and you learn how to respond better rather than just like, ah! Right. And how if you keep Um, She talks about like, if you keep going back to that place, when there's chaos around you, it helps to just center you and ground you. So that way you are able to have a better like mental state when you're in a stressful situation or when your body is just going through a period of stress, anxiety or whatever. My key takeaway from that episode was to download the Calm app. If you guys didn't listen to the episode, definitely go listen to it. Everything Brady said about Steph, her voice is just so calming. And she suggested that Calm app. And I've done that since. So that's something that you can immediately do, especially during the holiday season. This is very important. The next one, it was a old friend of ours that Brady and I've known since college, Tessa Lowe. This one we called Sober in a World Full of Megapints, episode five, which I think this could be pertinent for people right now. I know I said holiday season, but I know that this time can be stressful and especially for someone who's just trying to calm themselves or, and she talked a lot about how to focus on herself, but in the right ways, because she previously had used alcohol to celebrate or to be sad or to calm herself down. So she took stake of her life and started coming up with other ways to take care of herself. And this is what she said. How do I really take care of myself in a way that will sustain me? I look at it like a leaky pipe. If I don't fix it in the morning, it will just leak all day. I do basic things in the morning, yoga, breath work. And then I put my eyeball in the sun to start my circadian rhythm. And it helps me to feel grounded all day. And you can find her at Tessa Arlo on Instagram and TikTok. She has over 20,000 followers on TikTok. It's amazing. I started doing that eyeball thing. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> when you put your eyeball in the sun. Does it work? Yeah, yeah. Because if Do you feel a difference? Yeah, I've had more than one person. I haven't tried it. I'm not going to lie. I haven't tried it. I have only because, so um, my son gets out the door to school at 630 in the morning. So it's not first thing because I work out first, but... I am outside early now that it's daylight early and I do it. I put my eyeball out there and it does. It kind of, kind of wakes you up, which maybe it's working because we're recording at nine o'clock at night and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to bed. I know you are. (laughs) I did a lot of working out today though. That's good. I know I saw you on there this morning. Was that this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to Tessa. When you hear Tessa, she basically has like this permanent smile on her face. She's so happy. She has been so inspiring going through this journey mm-hmm. of sobriety and, you know, evaluating what works for her and, and her family. And each person we've interviewed has a different practice that helps to ground them for the day. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's really cool to hear what she did. And then in one of our upcoming episodes in January, we talk about the sun and and how that can help get you moving Mm -hmm. as well. So stay tuned for that. I think one resounding thing a number of our guests did say though is breath work. Yep. And just like the practice of mindfulness. That's something I want to 
work on more. I do it a lot. And then, and then my husband's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I just needed like, I just took a deep breath. I'm in my, I'm in my Zen finding my Zen. Yeah. That was such a, and it's, it was such a powerful episode of someone really pouring their heart into mm-hmm. sharing such a deeply personal experience that I think yes, if anyone is struggling with anything, it could be alcohol, it could be other food. substances, it could be yeah. food, but Anything. she, but so many of her tips and some of the, the, the things that she had expressed, I think can be very relevant for anyone struggling with some form of dependence on something. Absolutely. And even for me, my takeaway was that just how open she was about everything and then the different ways she had found to calm herself. I think all of us moms, a lot of us want to reach for that glass of wine at the end of the day. And that's good if that works for you until it doesn't. And I think her her other tips were just very helpful. Yes, agree. So moving on to the next episode, sidebar. I know we've talked about this just one-on-one, but right now in this very moment, I feel like I sound like one of the two ladies from that SNL skit, Sweaty Balls. <laughs> So if good I time, sound good like time, good times, good times, good times. Yes. I love that skit good so times. much. So apologies. I'm going to try and lift up my um, energy a little bit. What have you brought for us today, Pete? Oh, I have for you here. It's my sweaty balls. Sweaty mm, balls. In my mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did. Now I have the giggles. Oh, All right. We di- okay. We digress. We digress. All right. So in episode eight, we talk about, because this, in episode eight, we, we aired this in October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And we had the wonderful Kendall Carrier from the Deep Center. And the episode name is F, Cancer, Rising Above a Diagnosis. And this quote that she had was just so beautiful and such a great reminder of Mm -hmm. stopping and pausing and thinking about life. And it was, I'm going to do what I want with this one wild, wonderful life. I love that. And it is so true. Like, gosh, I love that quote. And because it's true, like, I find myself always wanting status quo. Like, can we just have a little bit of normalcy? Mm -hmm. And And that quote reminds me of a conversation that I had with a former colleague. And she said, Brandy, if everything was status quo, then life would be so boring. Very true. Very, very true. So I love that it's it's a reminder that life is too short to embrace the chaos and to find the joy in it and the good in it. And you can see that from someone like her who went through a cancer diagnosis and the healing that she went through. She radiates positivity. I think I guess it just it shapes your perspective on life and she had so much to to give the insight. I think it it's helpful. It was so good. And gosh, she's doing amazing things. Yeah. So the Deep Center is an online resource. Uh, she does actually also do anxiety coaching. So not just for cancer survivors, but for people who may want to work with an online coach. And then she does online classes. And then many are specifically geared to women who are recovering from mastectomies. She was so amazing. I just loved meeting her. 
Isn't she? She's just, oh gosh. Like when you talk about someone you just want to be around, she's just that kind of person. For sure. Speaking of someone that you want to be around, this next one. Oh, Ugh. I know. I just love this person so, so, so much. I know you do. And you talked so highly of Miss Kathy Guzman Galloway. And I was just thrilled to be able to meet her and spend the time that we did with her through this episode. Her episode is called Commanding Your Life, Episode 9. Kathy is just a plethora of knowledge and information. Um, she has many years of experience in consumer product goods marketing. She also has her own podcast called Fork in the Road. And we talked a lot about just believing in yourself. And this is what she had to say. You have to trust that there is something coming. There's this leap of faith we make, even though things are falling apart, even though I am not confident, even though I don't know where my career is headed. I have some faith that this is going to work out at some point in the future. I have to keep plugging through. I have to wake up every day and keep doing what I am doing. I need to act like the universe is rigged in my favor. The universe is set up for me to win. Whew. The universe is rigged in your favor. The universe is rigged in your favor. And after that quote, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I got all the information I need. Put a fork in me. Man, no, don't put a fork in me. Well, no, yeah, you're done. That's the saying, you know, like I'm done. I'm good. Why well, didn't I never heard of the saying where it says put a fork in me? Like a turkey, you know, in a turkey, you're just like, no, okay. No. Anywho's. So I'd be curious to know what other people think about someone saying put a fork in me. <laughs> it means I'm done. It's like another way to say, like, I'm done. Well, anyway, it's so true. It really, yeah, she, the belief in yourself is huge. Yeah, we doubt ourselves all the time. I am a thousand percent guilty of talking myself, like coming up with what I think is a great idea and then talking myself out of it five minutes later and say, finding some reason to not do it. And this quote really reminds you that it's all going to work out. So what if you fail? So what? You will learn something from it. We learn that from so many of our guests. And I think that's a big thing from everyone that we have spoken to. Something about by the time we get to this age and stage in our life, so many of the women that we have talked to have all said that, you know what? So what if you fail? It's okay. We grow and we learn. And without, you know, failure, there is no growth. Amen. <laughs> Amen, sister. What you got next, boo-boo? All right. The next one is from episode 11, how a side hustle turned into a dream career. But out of that conversation, we also talked a lot about parenting. Mm -hmm. And this is with Angel from Dashing Darlin. And it states, have an open dialogue every day that's not forced. Dig deeper than asking how was your day. Emotionally connect with your child's feelings and teach them how to express them in those hurt moments. If your child doesn't communicate great when they're young, don't give up. Keep pounding at their heart. And she kept saying, I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know what's in your heart. And I actually took that to heart mm -hmm. and started really focusing on that with my boys as well. Angel has all teenagers. Four kids. Four kids. Yeah. What was so amazing about 
this conversation along with so many others is that we go in with the intention of talking about one thing and we come out leaving with so much insight on something we never expected. Yes. And that's, I think for this one, it was fascinating to hear about how Angel started this journey as an influencer and the amazing relationship she has built with brands and companies throughout the year. But then we really took a turn and talked about parenting and it was so insightful and just the love that she pours into her kids. Like you, you know, I learned so much from her just in that short time we spoke. Yeah, especially for her to say that parenting teenagers was one of her favorite stages. I think that's not something that all parents would say. So I really took a lot of, you know, thought into what she was saying. And I've been trying to implement those things, especially with my youngest, because he doesn't share as much as my oldest does. So I think it was definitely helpful. Go listen to it if you need some advice on communicating with your children and ideas on that. It was just really, really great. And this next one, Angeline and I did a little dance after that interview because we were in the same house on vacation. And oh my goodness. Cannot say enough wonderful things. So this podcast was actually birthed out of a conversation. And that's funny when I say birth because it's sort of a pun, but it was birthed out of a conversation about pelvic floor therapy. And before we even started this, we had said this would make an amazing podcast topic. And so when we started, we sought out Dr. Sarah Reardon. Many of you may know her as the Vagina Whisperer. You can find her on Instagram. She, it was, a, it was such an amazing chat. But here's one of the little snippets. Going to a pelvic floor therapist should be like going to the dentist. We go to the dentist twice a year. We get education and check back in. For a part of your body this important that has a lot of important roles, why not just check in? And I just loved the conversation we had about normalizing this. Like you go to your GP, you go to the dentist. Other countries prescribe this after women have children. Why is this not more commonplace and why are we not talking about it more? And we just had such an open insightful conversation about our female bodies and how things change with pregnancy and childbirth and age and all the different ways to really like care for yourself. And I think just so many women like didn't even know what it was. Yes. I didn't know what it was until you started talking about it. And so many other people I've spoken to have never heard of a pelvic floor therapist or know what pelvic floor therapy is. Or was just genuinely interested in Mm -hmm. how do I know when I need to go to see one? And we had such fun questions that came Mm -hmm. from friends, but the, but she articulated these questions like Angelina and I were like, you know, 13 year olds and 14 year olds giggling (laughs) at these questions and she answered them with such poise because it really came from a medical perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and a professional opinion on questions that real people are just curious to know. So that was such a fun episode and reminded me of the reason why we are doing this podcast. Oh gosh, yes. That uh, I just so many, we got so much good feedback about it. And it's actually titled Common, but not Normal. And that was like the big takeaway that we wanted everyone to hear because so many of us go through life. Okay, I had kids. It's just normal that 
you know, I'm going to have back pain and hip pain and I might leak when I jump. No, that might be very common, but that is not normal. And we can fix these things. And she just had so much good information. And Brady and I were just over the moon with that entire episode. So we had to really keep ourselves in check because we were so giddy. Elated. Like, yeah. So definitely, if you have not listened to it, go back, listen to episode 12. No matter what your age is, it is it is part. If you like she said, if you have a vagina, you need to listen to it. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. On to the next episode. Krista DeSocio. Oh, my goodness. And I know this was your girl. Like Brandy brought Krista to the table because she knew her from her former work world. Yeah. But now I've brought her into my little circle. I just love following her. And she's just, I, I don't know. I just really, I like her a lot. Okay. So Krista, for those of you that may have not listened to it or don't know who Krista, Krista is, she has a blog and and a social following. It's it's called Socio in the Kitchen. She has tr- legit traveled the world and take and has taken cooking classes. And part time, uh, she's a marketer. And then the rest of her time, she spends doing food creations, partnering with food brands, and doing uh, food photography and food styling. And she does such beautiful work. Mm-hmm. And her food is so good and it's simple and it's easy and it's relatable and so she just takes it down to a level where if you are challenged with cooking but you want something beautiful and pinterest worthy definitely follow her and her quote talks about how the context was how she was always so fearful of really telling people what her dream was and her dream was to basically be on the Food Network and to do the work that she is doing now. And and so, you know, the other part about Krista is she was on a Food Network show. She was also in the World Food Championships, which is a big deal. I mean, her food is just that good. So here's her quote. You just have to go for it. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Once people realize that it's your dream, everyone supports it. Once it starts getting some footing, it snowballs. And it's just about going back to believing in yourself and knowing that the people who love you want to see you do well and they want to support Mm -hmm. you and they are going to champion you in that journey. And um, she said that she was so surprised at hearing the support that, that she got and that you have nothing to lose. And we talked a lot about continuing to fulfill your soul because your soul is you know, we didn't use that, we didn't use it in that context specifically, but really that there is a piece inside of you that just longs for you to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And so often we are afraid of letting that spirit out in us for the fear that someone's going to judge us. Right. And I think we've seen that with the podcast, right? I mean, yeah, we were scared honestly, to do this, we hesitated, you know, are we as funny as we think we are? Are people going to listen? And the outpouring of support and love that we have gotten is just mind blowing. So when Krista said that, I think Brandy and I just in this short journey we've been on can attest to it. Just what did we say? Take the leap. Just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, I just 
I love that. Follow your heart. If you have something that, you know, you want to do, I mean, find a way to do it. Do it. Make it happen. You can do it. <laughs> a little water boy reference there. Um, <laughs> um, okay. You have no idea how to transition now, do you? <laughs> I, I was going to keep going with it, but I'm trying to contain myself. I was going to just like. Bobby Boucher, the whole bit, but I'm, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to move on. <laughs> our last one is um, our most re recent episode with a guest. It is Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust. This is episode 15 with actually a friend of Brandy and I's from high school, Anna Martin McKee, and she works at Disney's Golden Oak, which is a premier residential community on Disney property. Yes, you can actually buy a house and live at Disney World. I had no idea until you told me about this. Isn't that amazing? Like dreamy. So dreamy. Dreams if I win the lottery. Dreams. So we talked a lot about her career with Disney, starting in the college program to where she is now. And she's, I want to say almost like at least 15 years full time. So it's been a, it's been many years she's put in with the company. And she said with regards to Advice she would give her younger self, keep going. You're doing great. Don't lose your personality. And I know it sounds simple, but it's huge because I think for so many years, many of us women might tend to dull our sparkle a little bit. And, you know, I think life is just too short to not be yourself. And if you're weird, then be weird, you know, and if you sparkle, then sparkle. And I just loved that message that she had about just throwing herself into her career and being truly who she was at her core. And that's what helped her to excel. Completely agree. And she has, she is still the same bright, joyful, just ray of sunshine mm -hmm. as she was in high school. And I hadn't talked to her since we had graduated but I love one. I mean, it just sounds like a dream to work for Disney. A hundred percent. How cool is that? I know. It's like, what do you do for fun? We go to the parks on the weekends. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I want to go. But it, it's so true. I mean, I'm so guilty of losing my personality and who I am and, and have, gosh, it's taken a really long time to try to find that person again. I think we all are. I think you and I have talked about this before. You're in our careers, we had both been told, I know I was at one point that I was intimidating or that I needed to smile more or, you know, which doesn't really happen in the workforce today. And I think it just, it makes you conscious, but not always in a good way. So self-conscious. I can't begin to tell you how many times in the workplace I've been told like, I'm too serious or I need to lighten up or... I come across as rude and, and yes, you should be self-aware and sometimes like, but then I started to overcompensate and I still mm -hmm. do like completely overcompensate with, I'm sorry. Like I just started apologizing for things that I didn't even know if I was sorry for, but it was just my way of like softening the blow because I was always so fearful that someone was going to take me as being rude when there was never that intention. And I do also have been 
told in social environments, like, you know, I have RBF and I do come across like my voice is very dry in the sense of like, there's not always a lot of articulation. A lot of people can't really tell when I have a joke or not. <laughs> kind of come across as super serious. So they're like, I don't, I don't know if you're joking or not. So that I've had to become more aware of, and I've had to like, try to kind of bring a little bit more personality out. Yeah. But at the same time, for so many years, I have felt I've become more of a people pleaser than anything. And I think that this is such a great reminder that, again, the people who, what is the saying that you have? The people who matter don't mind. And the people who mind don't matter. That's right. And that's really it. At the end of the day, surround yourself with the right people. And Anna talks a lot about that in that episode. It's just the people who are your cheerleaders are going to be your cheerleaders. And the ones who weren't are going to fade away. And, you know, who the right people are to have in your life. And I think that's just important for everyone. Amen. For sure. Preach, sister. Preach. I, you know, that that was so fun. And you know what else? What's that? I really like looking at these quotes in like written form. It feels like, I don't know, like we're reading like celebrity quotes or something because they're so articulate. Some of these ladies need to put them on a shirt or a book or a mug or something like trademark that use it get it girls get it get it ladies before we move on to let me tell you something we just want to say this has been the most rewarding experience that we could have ever anticipated and to all of the women that have joined us so far and those who we and we have episodes we've recorded that you guys are going to hear coming in january everyone coming ahead we just thank you all so much from the bottom of our hearts for supporting and believing in us to all of you listeners this has been the highlight of my year and i can't wait to see what 2023 holds for it everything angelina said to infinity <laughs> and beyond because i couldn't have said it better to infinity and beyond yes so true gosh you've got a friend in me thank you guys for the support and oh man thank you to our guests because without them this would not be possible yes to everyone who said yes to us without abandon you mean so much you are our true people and the ones that continue to say yes, yes. like like Aaron. <laughs> We 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 can't we can't let her go. <laughs> Ready for let me tell you something. Yeah, girl, what you got? All right, I have a ninja blender, and today we were making smoothies, which is basically what we do on the daily. And I started smelling something. It started smelling like something was burning, and I stopped the blender. I was like, oh, so I think my blender broke. Oh, I think the motor has burned up. And Garrett walks in the room and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I think the motor's burning up. And he's like, what? Are you sure? It's like, just whatever. And I'm like, no, smell this. Why and I make him sound like a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he is not. He's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it. Like, is he really that laissez-faire? No, he's that dismissive sometimes because he's like, oh, here we go again. Like, Brandy's <laughs> saying something burned up, something broke. <laughs> okay, so I can tell you that happened to my ninja with my yeah? bullet. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. The motor just, it started to stink and it was like working overtime. And so um, when Costco had a sale, I sprung for the Vitamix. That's what I want so bad. So worth it. I mean, it is more to clean. Like you're not going to be able to use, like the little, the little cup is not as good. I use the full blender, especially if you're putting like greens and stuff in there. But I mean, yeah, it's like quality. That's what I keep telling Garrett. And he's like, I don't get it. Let's just get another Ninja. This one's great. No, wait for a sale. Cause I had, I went through two Ninjas and I finally went with the Vitamix and I haven't looked back. It's been a few years. I've had the Vitamix. I love it. You hear that G money? <laughs> Listen to the wise one. But don't buy it for Brandy for Christmas because it's an appliance. <laughs> or would you be happy? Girl, I don't care anymore. If he bought you a Vitamix for Christmas, you'd probably be happy, huh? I sure would. <laughs> and so would my kids. That's a family gift. It is true. Yeah. We go we we use that a little Elijah and I mostly use the blender almost every day. What about you? Okay. So let me tell you, this heat in December in the South is no bueno. Oh my gosh. I'm loving it. It makes me so happy. Oh no. We went, we went for like this glorious walk today. It was in the seventies and, oh, just, it made me so excited. So I will say we were out walking yesterday also. And I, I did say to Josh, oh, this is actually a really nice day. It was very pretty. However, I was mentally prepared for sweater weather and I had a holiday event over the weekend and the outfit that I was going to wear, it was too hot. So I put on a dress, knee length. I look like I belong in twilight. I'm so pale, so pale. It was almost just, by the time I realized that I had to walk out the door, I looked in the mirror and I said, oh, Jesus, this is not good. It's just not good. So today... I put self-tanner on. You do look darker. Well, I have a self-tanner on right now, so it's going to fade. I guess I look like the pale one now. Yes, probably. All right, on to rapid fire. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> Yay. All oh right. All right, one thing you're most looking forward to in the new year. More podcast episodes. Yes. Agree. Rapid fire. How do you like that? We have some good stuff coming your way, guys. Don't lose faith. Even though we have several weeks off, we're cooking up some good stuff. Yes. What about you? Same thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> okay. Is there an episode that you're most looking forward to? Right now, there's a lot of episodes that I'm most looking forward to. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one that I have been like chomping out a bit and was hoping we could do it last uh, this, well, this year. But I'm so excited about our episode with Taylor Stolt Same. from Plate and Canvas. She is my nutritionist. You guys, it's not just about nutrition. We talk about hormones, hormone health. Like, please, you have to join this episode. Sorry, I was told I wasn't supposed to clap, but I'm so excited. I can't not clap. <laughs> I think it's going to be very helpful to a lot of people and it's a must listen. So we have a lot planned in January. We are going to try to focus in on self-care and health and wellness and, you know, bring you all the things to focus on yourself in the new year. All the things. And if you have recommendations or would love to hear something, please DM us. Send them our way. We want to hear from you. 
Hey guys, thank you so much. Hope you have a wonderful holiday break and we look forward to connecting with you next year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Remember that song? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Oh, that was perfect. You nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. I promise I will never go into recording music. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Keep following us on social at Talk 40 to Me Podcast and um, give us all your feedback. And, and if you want to see us, tune into our YouTube channel. YouTube episode um, in the show notes for today's episode. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk 40 to Me Podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.